So, you went to a concert recently. Uh, washed out, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, because I know there's a whole bunch of concerts coming up right now. Um, a ton. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even... You know, you just... I'm just too tired now. I'm just too tired to go to any concert. I'm just... I was at the Washed Out concert, and it was sounded great, and it's awesome. It's even, like, one of my highlights on my Instagram, because I'm like, that was really good. Um, like, the way it sounded, the way he had it performing, he had, like, uh, projections going on, on the screen and everything. It was it was way better than... I want to say it's, like, way better than his last... Well, I feel like both... This last performance that I saw was different from this one. This one's bigger and everything. The other one's more intimate and more, you know, chill. Did you um like the the cut like the songs from like the new album? And once you see them live, you appreciate them way more. Okay. And you can like feel it, and you're like, okay, this is pretty good. Of course, it's tough because the track, you know, as a whole album, it's just weird because it just kind of goes, but it kind of dips, and it kind of just it just it doesn't flow the way you would hope a Waterstyle album flows. So yeah. that's my biggest problem with it. But it was a good show, and it just sucked because I was pretty tired near the end, and I was just like, I wish it was over right now. And it wasn't even the encore yet, but it was about to happen, but I was like, if, if it just ended right here, it would be fine. You know, so like, now I'm, like, people want to go to concerts, I'm just like, I don't, don't want to go. <laughs> like, this, like, like, doesn't matter how good the band is, I'm just kind of just like... You're over it. Yeah, I'm kind of tired. Like, I'd rather just, like, go to a concert and then sit in the back. Yeah. You could, which is sad. You just start being the date, the, those people that just sit at the tables the entire time. I would be fine with that. I'd be, like, like that. Like, Ryman, I'm just like, I don't know. Ryman looks, looking real good right now. <laughs> Maybe that's what I've been missing this whole time. It's just people love the Ryman so much because they can sit down. <laughs> I think older people, I always see way older people at those concerts for sure. For yeah. sure, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like, one, they have more money, so they can like no problem spending money on the t- on the tickets. Mm-hmm. And two, they're just like, oh, and I get to sit down. Yeah, because you don't have to stand up uh, at all. Like even people stand up, you can still see most of the time. No, sometimes you Only can't. Only if you're on the balcony. Yeah, if you're on the balcony, you're alright for the most part. Yeah, but yeah, good good show. Yeah. Someone else went to. Oh, um. You know, Philip Neal also went, and he found us there. Really? Yeah. Well, he texted me, but I wasn't, obviously I wasn't there. Yeah. So, I was like, no, no, I'm not going. So, but I know he wanted to go. So, it's washed out, man. That would have been an intro. Like, how was the crowd? What kind of, what kind of crowd was it? A good crowd. It wasn't pushy or anything. They were all super into it. And if anything, they were like, definitely giving him, you know, his ovation. You know, like, just like. Letting him know, like, how much they, like, were into the show and everything. Yeah. So they're super happy about that. Um, and there are some people that are super into it. And then they're like, I wish everyone was more into it like I was, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, but he, they were just kind of weird, too. Um, nah, but yeah, it was a good crowd. It was even spaced out. Like, everyone had enough room. It wasn't cramped. That's No. Cool. It was at Marathon, too, so... Oh, okay. That it might explain why it also wasn't cramped. Yeah. That was an accident. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Somebody else went to a concert recently that they were, like, super pumped about. Um, uh, Chasney. She mm-hmm. went to go see Bon Iver. Mm-hmm. And 
she was like, she was, she said it was really awesome. Because I guess he played all his old stuff. Because it was a concert here recently, mm-hmm. I think. And that one had like all his new stuff mm-hmm. only. And so she was like happy that this one had a lot of his old stuff. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Bon Iver is that his music is like, his old stuff is so different from his new stuff. Yeah. Not because it's not, like, not even like he evolved or changed. It's more like he just jumped into a different kind of style. But it's still like, Bon Iver, you know. It's like uh, Tori Moi. Like, it's just, each album is like almost completely different from the next. And it's not like, you know, they're just trying out new things. They're being experimental, which I think is really cool. So, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. All right. What's up, guys? You're back on top. This is your boy, Tim. Oscar. And you're on the show. I always forget to do that. It's never going to stick. Playlists and yeah. stuff. Yeah, playlists and stuff. Um, So, it's been a minute. Schedules have been kind of wacky. Yep. But we are back better than ever. And what's the first song, Oscar? Uh, Meet Me in Mexico by The Drums. Um, I was surprised to see a new track from him, and I was thinking like, oh, maybe this is because of the breakup or whatever, but no, I mean, I'm sure it influenced in some way, but this is, has to do more, this is more like a political song, apparently, which kind of ruins it for me, I don't like songs when they're political. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, so it's kind of his reaction to the kind of Trump, the, you know, Trump being president, um, in a, to a certain point, not completely, but also just kind of defending Mexico, and kind of just being like, you know, kind of like just wanting to like show his uh, admiration, love for them, and not you know let them think that you know all Americans are just like against them or something. Bro, I love Cancun. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, but he also this track is just like a single track by itself, where all the proceeds from this song will go to. Um, like charity yeah. for Mexico, like I forget which one it is, but it has to do with like all the recent disasters they've had and just other things in general like that. Okay. So that that's the whole point of this song. Um, when what I did like the other part of the song was how the beginning it sounds like he's trying to talk to, like he's talk trying to talk to that special someone, and it's kind of like 
you almost don't know how to be um, a certain that certain the way you are around a certain person when everyone else is kind of watching. Yeah. You know, so that's sometimes something uh, people can experience whether they're with someone or whether they're trying to talk to someone. You know, it can be kind of tough. Um, and you kind of just want them like to yourself so you can, you know, be yourself. Um, so yeah, this cool track. And it's interesting to hear all the other stuff. Like he also speaks Spanish in it, though. In a certain degree, he's kind of also insulting Americans, kind of saying, you know, what he's saying. I think white people in general, because he says gringos instead. Um, so sorry, y'all. Now, this is uh, maybe ignorant of me. What? Is he Mexican? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Pretty sure he ain't. I wasn't sure. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we're on to my pick. This song is called Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk over this part because it starts off kind of slow. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk because the part that I really want you guys to hear is later on in the song, so I'll save it for that part. So, yeah, it's a long, it's a six. It's a good while. It might, you might just want to say everything you have to say about it right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a... Uh, so Lucy Dacus came out with her album Historian. Uh, it came out last week, last weekend, last Friday, if I'm correct. Um, I'll be I'll talk about the album later. I'll just give you a teaser that I loved it, obviously. But this is the first song off the album, and I think it's a really awesome intro into her album. But it's also like really uh. For me, it's it's the same Lucy Dacus, but for some reason, I felt like she's grown as a musician and just as a, like building her songs. This song reminded me a lot of uh, Mitski's song, um, "Your American Boy" song. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the way it starts off. The song starts off really slow. It kind of starts off with this kind of like shaky, unsure guitar, and then her voice is just kind of unsure too. Um, this song is about, it's a farewell song, pretty much. Just She's saying goodbye to this person in relationship. And it's, it was a relationship, it, didn't, it wasn't going well. Like, the guy wasn't treating her well, apparently. But, like, there's the one part she's like, I shouldn't forgive you, but I, I am. Like, she's just kind of over it. She's just ready to move on. But it's still not easy for her because she still obviously has feelings for this person, but she's just ready to move on, move on to the next phase of her life because being with that person just wasn't helping her in any way. And as the song progresses, like she's kind of becoming more sure that it's the right decision. And the music adds to that and like the music like more stuff is getting added into the song and more layered in like the drums come in and by the end of the song the part kind of that I want to like show you guys it's just like it's just all out just like super intense sound it's just just like they're rocking out um one of my favorite lyrics in the song is during the chorus part she says that uh you take the nine to five and I'll take the night shift. She's so sure that she doesn't want to see this person again. Not in a, like she doesn't want to see this person in a bad way, but 
more so she's like if I see this person again like these feelings are gonna come back up again and she doesn't want to fall back into that same trap again I guess or just fall back into fall in love back with that person again so she's like to keep that from happening she's just gonna like go to the absolute extreme of working the complete opposite shift like she's working at night I'm gonna let it I'm going to let this part play. This song is, I'm like not even joking, like this song is probably going to be my song of the year. I, I love this song so much. And that part right there is just like so awesome. Like the first time I listened to it, I was just like, I was at work and I just like stopped everything I was doing. I was just like listening to it and like, you could, I could just like feel all these emotions rising up inside of me. Like, I'm sure if I'd been at a weaker point, I probably could have cried. It's just, like, it's a really powerful song. Like, just the way she uses the... I just love how it just... The beginning of the song, it just starts off so unsure and insecure and innocent. And by the end, she's just, like, sure that this is the right decision and that this is a goodbye. And just, like, she she's ready to move on and she's like, has all this power and, like, courage. And she's, like... 
I made the right choice and she's happy with her decision. It still like hurts obviously and it's not like obviously the easiest thing to do, but she's ready to move on, like I said, to the next phase of her life. And she's like she wishes the person well, which I think is like really awesome. Like she does she's not it's this isn't like a she's holding like this hatred toward the person or anything. She's just like, I can't do this anymore. I gotta move on. And like I wish you the best. Like I, I should hate you because like you didn't treat me the best, but I don't. And I just like I hope you enjoy I hope you're singing this song. Like I hope other people are covering this song later on in life, you know, and just and you think it's just this awesome love ballad or anything like that. I really that song is just really awesome for me and it was just like a super awesome way to start off her album. I'll talk more about the album later, but I really I did truly enjoy that song a ton. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing this song NPR did it as one of those songs like um like one of the regular shows. Yeah. And um I remember hearing it and I was like, dang, this is pretty pretty awesome. Because it's so interesting how it starts off so slow and so, you know, and then it builds up to that, you know, raw, you know, kind of strength of like just kind of just, it's not exactly screaming, but it's almost like sort of kind of just getting a like this, like shout, one last shout, you know, out. Yeah. Um, so it starts off, so I mean, to me it sounds like hearing it again reminds me of like her just kind of singing in a way that's kind of tired and kind of sad. But it's just slowly building up, like like you say, that strength to just be like, you know what, this is it. I'm done. I'm moving on. I hope you move on too and everything. Just going forward. Yeah. And just building out that last bit of like, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, it's a dope song. So, moving on to the next song. Uh, My next song is by Daniela, Daniela Andrade. Um. I feel like I should say that better. Almost on Spanish, but I'm not sure. And it's called Stare Each Other and Fall in Love. Question. I may not get the answers to tonight, but that's okay. These little pleasures I can find I can go for the weekend Staying with no
This is the song that I tried to see if I could see what other people had to say about it. But on, on like the first search of Google, like nothing popped up. And then like I checked the second page and I didn't see anything else. I was like, well, I'm not going any further. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't go into the deep abysses. <laughs> that means there's no, there's no one talking about it and that's whatever. Yeah. Um, sadly, no one is talking about the song. Uh, and I guess there isn't a whole lot to say about it, but I think... I think it's just so nice what it is doing because um, the the, tra- the title of the song makes you think like oh this is a love, love song easy but like the way it sounds to me at the very least it sounds like she's talking about falling in love with herself you know like instead of going out and whatever just kind of just staying in or going somewhere by herself and which is what she means by not telling anyone and it's almost like she's kind of just taking a moment of rest to kind of like look at herself and kind of be like, it's cool, I'm not with anyone, and that's fine. And, you know, just kind of enjoying what that is, that solitude is. And also just accepting how she has certain flaws, like how she mentions how she has a certain kind of like temper. And now that's that's okay. It's, you know, like that's just how we all are. We, you know, we're all imperfect in a certain way. So it's just kind of like this nice little song that kind of is talking about kind of just um, self love, you know, and just n- not trying to get negative and just trying to you know be cool with yourself, you know. Yeah. So a really positive song, and I just like how it sounds like it. It's gonna be a love song, but it's not really that. You know, it's more like just stare in the mirror kind of love song. Yeah, it's really good. I like, and I think to add to your point, the the cover yes, art yes. is just it's just kind of her just sitting in kind of a dark uh, room, just for like a, only like a couple like one or two lights on, like one or two like lamps on, and she's just kind of just chilling there by herself. You don't even see her face or anything. She's just kind of staring. She's like sitting at a desk. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. It's very yeah. true. You gotta. I think a lot of people don't know how to just be content with just being by themselves. Um, that is something that, like, I think as you mature, you kind of learn how to... You learn, like, oh, I don't need to hang around a thousand people to be happy. Like, I can just chill by myself and have fun, you know? Like, we we always say, like, you should go to concerts by yourself because it's just fun. You just get to sit there, stand there. It can be <laughs> done. It can be done. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to go with people. Of course, it's always way more fun if you can go with people, so do if you can. But you don't always have to. Um, but yeah, I definitely enjoy the album cover. I think that's what really caught my attention. I was like, well, this is really intimate. Um, and it's, you can basically read it as her room and her also like room and slash recording studio kind of, you could say. Because she has it already set up for, you know, studio stuff. With the sound deadening and everything. And I did look at the music video, and the music video actually takes place in this room. It's oh, it ba- This still is basically from the music video. It's weird, though. You get a perspective from the front, from, like, you do see her face and everything from that perspective. Yeah. From the computer's per- per- perspective. 
but it's all it's like this fuzzy webcam kind of video. Uh-huh. But from the bag, it's clear, you know. Yeah. You can see everything, and it's like more professional looking. Um, I don't know what that means. You know, maybe it adds to the whole looking, you know, like just staring at your own self kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I really digged it when I when I heard the song, and I've heard like other songs from her, like her other song, Digital Age, is really good mm-hmm. because it talks about love in the digital age where. You can be with someone, and then you cannot be with someone, and you can also possibly not even meet them. You know? Yeah. You could. Ju- it just all happens through the phone. I feel like that's a new kind of like topic that a lot of people are trying to start to tackle or talk about now. Because there's been a couple artists that have, that have had come out with like some really awesome songs that talk about that. Just like not being in the same room or in the same, not even the city necessarily, but you kind of have this like romantic or like long distance romantic relationship. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I think that's like super common now. So no one should feel embarrassed if they're like, yeah, we met on Instagram or Facebook or something. Yeah. It's I like, slid, yeah, that's, I slid to the DM. <laughs> what of it? I think that's just how it is sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not weird at all now. Yeah. So moving on to mm-hmm. my next song, it's uh, Apathy by Frankie Cosmos. Frankie Cosmos, she's another artist that I've always enjoyed their stuff. Um, I have a couple of her vinyls. She's, uh, I've always liked her because she has like this kind of quirky voice. Like not, it's not like a super like this, I don't want to dog it like I'm saying this in a bad way, but it's like a real voice. Um, It's not like this super like, uh. I don't know, like a Celine Dion voice, just like a super... It's almost like, um... I, would, I guess raw is the right word? I don't know. Not necessarily raw, but more of a weaker voice, but not necessarily a, a voice that's, um... That isn't powerful, you know? Yeah. It's just smaller. I want to say smaller sounds better. Yeah. I feel like a, a friend is singing to me, almost. Um... And I've always enjoyed that. And it's just like a, it's like an indie rock. She's just kind of, it's not like a super just rocking out, but there's still just like kind of just playing and having fun. It feels, it sounds like, um, 
but I I really I just enjoyed this song. The song's called Apathy. She's just talking about how she's just kind of can't hang around these group of people anymore or hang around this person anymore because she's just like, you're not doing anything to help me, pretty much. She's like, just weighing them down. Yeah, she's like, I'm growing and my ideas about, you know, my viewpoints about how the world works and, you know, how I view things are changing and they're maturing. And I just, yours, we just don't align anymore. And I think it happens with a lot of, you know, friends sometimes. You know, sometimes when you're, you hang out with friends when you were younger, like, y'all are inseparable and stuff. But as you grow older, some, you know, just because of things that happen to your, your personal life and things that happen to you, you know, you can get affected and your viewpoint of the world or just things can change. And it may not line up with your other friend or your other friends. And y'all can start to drift away. Sometimes not, not always in a bad way, like, because I feel like this one is a little bit more, more in a bad way of, like, you know, they they hit a split, and it just obviously is, like, just going terribly, and she's just like, I can't do this anymore. But I think on a grander scale, like, sometimes, like, you, there are people, you'll always be friends with them and stuff, but it's just not the, it's not how it was. But it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's certain friends that you just don't hang out with anymore because you guys just become different people sometimes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's not necessarily because they're not even like a good influence on you. But there are times where there are certain people that you definitely don't hang out with anymore because you can see that they're just they don't do anything for you. Like they don't, they're not positive people. They're you know like you hang out with them and you're just kind of like, why did I just hang out with them? Like <laughs> that wasn't even like that great. Or you know you're just like. And you just rather hang out with your other friends who are just more like, you walk away from that, you know, hanging out with them, you're like, you feel pretty good. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all I really have to say about it. I enjoyed the song. I liked it a lot. We can move on. Good song. Good song. Um, all right. Next song is, yeah, Deja Vu by um, J. Cole. And put a finger in the sky if you want. And put two fingers in the sky if you want. And put a finger in the sky if you want it. And put two fingers in the sky if you want it. And put a finger in the sky if you want it. And put two fingers in the sky if you want it. And put a finger in the sky if you want it. And put two fingers in the sky if you want it. Sometimes you worry about the things he can provide for you. Whenever you around, I seem to come alive for you. I finally recognize the feelings that's inside for you. Although I know your man and trust me, he would die for you. He's quiet thoughts, so you've been going on for years now. I saw you in the party, soft lips, soft spoken. I came to talk to you, but homie interfered now. He introduced you as his girl and I was heartbroken. Some people talk about that love at first sight. To keep it real, I don't know whether I believe it's true But if it is, then tell me if I'm wrong or right If I fell in love with you before I ever even knew I catch your eye and look away as if it never happened At times I feel as though I'm caught up in a strange dream If I could talk, then might as well tell you then I'm feeling you Sometimes I swear your eyes be telling me the same thing She with small town, I got bigger dreams She with small town, I got bigger dreams Listen, she with small town, I got bigger dream, bigger dream. She with small town, I got bigger dream, bigger dream. Listen. Club jumping don't stop off top, but you know we only go to two o'clock. Put your mouth. 
I was looking into this song, um, and I guess what I found the most interesting is how there's actually controversy about how apparently this song sounds like the uh, Bryson Tiller song, Exchange. And when I heard it, I was like, yeah, these are like the same beats, basically. Um, I tried to read into it and figure out who sampled who, but I'm still not super clear on it. Like, it sounds like they had the beat beforehand, but then there's other people who are saying, like, he sampled Rise of Teller. I, I can't tell. I really can't tell. Well, see, the, the thing I think a lot of people don't realize is, like, it's not always the same. Art Rappers and artists, they'll buy beats yeah. from people. And so sometimes you can just buy, like, a person can sell the same beat to two different people, I think. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that for sure, but... I think people may just be like, oh, hey, he ripped this beat off of him. But like, no, it's, they could have just bought the beat from the same person and the person has two similar beats. Yeah, it, it's just weird because, like, it just, they sound too similar to know who sampled who. Yeah. I can't tell. But anyways, I'm still going to look into it because I want to know for myself. But it doesn't really this. matter. Have, I don't know. Have you heard the Bryson Tiller song? Yeah, Dude. I already heard it. Okay. That was that was dumb. I knew you. Which one did you like better? Deja Vu, probably. But I, I know, you know, I can't say for sure on Bryson Tiller's song because I wasn't able to listen to all of it. Yeah. But I feel like this one's better because it's doing more with it from what I heard. But I still need to listen to it. I can't give a full opinion on it. Okay. I'm sorry. You walked into the room and I was like, I was listening to it at that point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was listening. I was like 30 seconds in, but I could hear it from the immediate start. I was like, well, I can, I can show you real quick what I mean, but I do feel like we're getting off course on what matters here. No, we don't. I'm, we can just move on. Well, no, nah, well, okay. You know what? Let me just talk about the song then. This song, um, it's off that, uh, it's off the, um, For Your Eyes Only album, which, uh, you kind of were, like, disappointed with. And, like, I listened to it some more, and I was like, there's some good stuff here, but not completely. It feels like he had, like, um, like, when you read about the whole point of the album, which was, like, kind of, like, about a murdered friend. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's cool. And I feel like the concept is cool, but I feel like the execution wasn't perfect. Yeah. Like, there was still, it was still lacking a bit. Um, because there's certain tracks where you, he, he kind of, like, it's like, yeah, it, like it, it, it can be attached to him. But there's other tracks where you're like, I don't know, this is kind of loose at that point. And then he tries to tie, like, with James, like, I was talking to James about it. He said, like, at the end, he tries to tie it up with the last track to be like, see, it's, it's all connected. But he doesn't fully, like, he didn't fully buy it. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. So, like, you can kind of feel like it's not perfect. But I do think, uh, besides everything, I think this this song is really cool. Because it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like, it's like unrequited love, you know, like, and Genius talks about it too, where he's talking about this girl he likes and everything, and how she just kind of like, she's with this dude, and he's kind of disappointed, and he's just trying to like talk to her and everything, but he just can't, you know, but, so he's just like saying like he could be, you know, a better choice and everything, so one of those kind of songs. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to hear that and think, like, maybe this is, like, written from, like, this is the perspective of the friend that's passed away. Mm-hmm. And then thinking his daughter's kind of, like, listening to this song, maybe, and, like, so she kind of gets, like, an idea of, of that whole thing, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty cool to me. 
And also, the song just sounds really cool in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good song. I think, yeah. I think what you were saying about the, the For Your Eyes Only album is definitely correct. Like, I didn't... I don't think it was a bad album, but I just... I definitely feel like... Because I think for the longest time, people were like, you know, Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole, and it was like a battle between those two. Kendrick Lamar versus J. Cole? And I think... I think now... I just, for me, he I feel like... He has mad potential to become, like, come out with some sort of fire album. Yeah. But this isn't it. Yeah, I and I for me, I was, like, this album, to me, proved that... I th- I just think Kendrick Lamar was better. Just, to, just because this album, while it was good, it still had some flaws and it wasn't perfect. But, like I said, it was good. There were a lot of songs that I really, like... I mean, I say he's doing... Ten times better than most people are, for sure. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Like, he's, he's up there. Like, he, he he's, like, currently, he's one of the best rappers around, I'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah. next to, like... Like, Kendrick is definitely on top, but, like, J. Cole's right there, along with all the other ones that are, like, right, you know, underneath him, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a good rapper. Because, like, he dropped the the False Prophet song, which is kind of, like, calling out people who he looked up to and were just kind of like, ah, you're not that great. I'm yeah. disappointed. And he did it in a way that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So you can see he has potential because he knows how to think about something and then he knows how to talk about it. Yeah, that's true. That I agree with that. He's that he's not just a that's what I like of him. He's a he's he's still very intellectual with his stuff and he's very conceptual. Yeah, like well, like the genius also talked about how he went to school and everything and so he's graduated from college, so naturally he he has a certain way of he knows how to talk about things, you know? Yeah. Awesome. So, we can move on to the next song. Uh, that song is Show Me How by Men I Trust.
Um, you guys know we all love Men I Trust. They're solid band, obviously. They had one of my favorite songs. They had probably my favorite song from last year, Tail Whip. Um, this song is just another just really awesome song they came out with. I will admit it sounds very similar to I Hope to Be Around. Um, but I'm like, okay with that. It I sounds feel like good it's to a me. little stronger than that song, though. Yeah, I, I do think, and I will agree with that, I do think it's stronger in terms of the lyrics because I like how this song is just, she's like, it's kind of almost like a love song. She's like, hey, show me, show me this other side of you, this more vulnerable side of you. Show me, kind of open up to me about your past and just show me what kind of a person you are inside. Um, I enjoyed this song a lot and... Yeah, the music video, again, is absolutely awesome. And in the way that Men I Trust music videos are, like, there's not much, like, story happening in it, but it's just a very visually captivating, and you just watch it. You, But you don't have to at the same time. Like, if you just put it, throw it on in the background, like, it's not gonna... It's not one of the ones that you have to pay attention to, but when you are, like can't take your eyes off the screen yeah i mean man i trust they i think they drop videos as being more visual than storytelling or anything yeah and they only add to the song they don't take away from it or anything like that yeah for sure so um honestly like you could have like one of the best things you do is make a playlist on youtube of just their songs and then just have those playlists playing you know and yeah. those would be pretty great um, to just have in the background. It's just chill, you know. <clears throat> yeah. That's it in terms of the songs. Um, did you have anything else? Just, um, we've been playing a lot of Catan. It's been awesome. <laughs> I've been, I keep losing, but I keep wanting to play. Uh, it's a good game. Such a horrible game. <laughs> good game. Horrible. Um, so we'll move on to the album portion of the podcast. Uh, the album I wanted to talk about, I didn't tell Oscar about this because I just kind of like found the album and I listened to it by myself and I just kind of didn't forgot to mention it. But um, Lucy Dacus's Historian album talked about her first song a little bit before the uh, Night Shift. But this album has 10 songs. It's about a 47 minute runtime so it's a little bit longer than it's definitely longer than her previous album um it's definitely longer than i guess i don't know what what do you think is average for an album i guess 45 minutes is i guess normal isn't it um or well, normal album is average album is definitely 45 minutes but there's albums where they're just sometimes they're just 20 minutes yeah. Or 15. I, I feel like a lot of my more favorite albums are usually a little bit more shorter in mm-hmm. runtime. They usually run closer to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, 30 minutes is like a sweet out, sweet spot for now. Yeah. But, the but fact, it has to be good. Yeah, and but the fact is it's only 10 songs, so I wasn't like scared off by the runtime or anything like that. Um, and if you listen, like I showed you Night Shift, the yeah. songs kind of build on themselves, so they kind of... They take a slow, a long time to kind of grow, but it's definitely worth the wait and it's definitely worth the listen while you're listening to it. Um, all these songs in here are amazing. Like I said earlier, I love this album. I think it's great. It's definitely going to be in my albums of the year 
Um, and I, it may just be me being kind of a homer because I just I love Lucy Dacus and like I've been following her for a very long time. But I I think this album is generally really good. Um, the album is called Historian, so I viewed it as the point of this is her kind of documenting stories, and. So I, I feel like these aren't necessarily maybe what she's going through now, but this is stuff maybe she's experienced and stuff that she's gone through. Um, do you mind, like, kind of playing some of the songs in the background? If you can play uh, Next of Kin, that's one. But, uh, yeah, there's some really awesome songs. There, so the second song off the album, Addictions, kind of talks about how she enjoys being with this person. And just like, we all have, she's like, we all have our things that we fall for. And kind of, she just loves being around this person. Um, I feel like there was more to that, but I can't remember at the moment. And I did not write down any, a ton of notes like I should have. But, um, yeah, all these songs, what's really interesting is her first album. It was just kind of just the, just the band. I feel like this, she added more sounds like, a uh, sound that's very prevalent in this album is a horn. She uses horns. Mm-hmm. She uses the horns a lot, which I think is a really nice touch. And the guitar playing in this, like, there's still a lot of you know regular indie rock, but there's also this kind of folky country um, guitar twang twanginess in some of the songs that I really enjoyed. Uh, it kind of brought this different side in that I really enjoyed a lot so uh but this song next of kin that I'm playing is towards the towards the end of the album but I really enjoyed it because it's kind of talking there's this lyric in it I need to find it exactly the wording but she's pretty much saying how like she used to be inside of her head too much and now she's um let me find it because I don't want to ruin this Lucy Dacus uh, next of kin. This is a. Uh, so let me find. Oh yeah, I used to be too deep inside my head. Now I'm too far out of my skin, which I love that lyric, um, because I've something definitely that I've gone through personal. I've probably maybe talked about it, and you're probably annoyed by it at this point. But just I used to. Moving to Nashville, I was very quiet, and I tried to, like, kind of come out of my shell and try to be a lot more outgoing. And I think in the process, you, you can kind of go too far sometimes and kind of not become someone you're not. But you can... People get this idea of you that maybe you're not necessarily... That you're a lot more outgoing than what you actually are, or you're a lot more um, goofy than what you actually are. And... I just, I love that lyric. She's just kind of like, I tried, you know, I tried to kind of come out of like thinking, being too self-conscious and stuff like that. And now I'm just like this person that I didn't plan on becoming. Um, I just thought that was interesting. And there's just, what I like about her album is that it's kind of like a conversation that she's having with you. It doesn't feel like she's just, like she is singing to you, but it doesn't. I feel like when I listen to it, I feel like I'm having a, a melodic conversation with a friend. And 
I feel like the things that she's going through and talking about, they sound like they're coming from a very genuine place. I think, oh, I'm not trying to bag on anyone, but there's a lot of artists that when they're singing about stuff, like it can be kind of, it can feel kind of commercialized and just kind of like they're making the song to sound good and have everyone listen to it. You know, like pops, you know, like pop maybe songs. just it sounds cool and more um, easy for everyone to feel like they can relate. Yeah, exactly. Whereas she's sort of coming at it and kind of just saying like how she feels and more about her own personal experiences, whereas someone, not everyone might relate to it. Yeah, but I feel like not everyone can necessarily may relate to it, but the people that do relate to it can uh, can appreciate it and understand where she's coming from a whole lot more. And I think that's really awesome that... I think nowadays, like, things are becoming definitely a lot more niche just because of, like, the internet and everything. Um, so the fact that she can come out with this and... She's talking about specific problems and specific things that she's going through. But if another person has gone through that, they're going to feel this a lot more. And I guess that's how I feel. I just, I appreciate this a lot more because just some of the things she's talking about, I can kind of relate to her a lot more. I mean, if anything, it sounds more personal, more intimate, and more special to hear instead of it being an album that's more... Um, she's not trying to become popular big with this album, which I think a lot of sophomore albums can not to Haim's album was fine but I feel like Haim they kind of knew what they were trying to do and they were definitely uh I feel like they came out with another album that just kind of sounded similar to what they'd done before but wasn't really personal it just sounded like pop songs you yeah know? yeah yeah exactly and maybe that's just who they are I don't know yeah yeah I, and I think it may not be the same cause definitely like their first album was definitely like a a more pop album so but for me the sophomore album it did they didn't i didn't feel any growth or any like anything like that with this album i with lucy dacus i could hear the growth in her song building um and it's weird because i don't even think her last album i loved immensely no burden i love that album i think it's is one of the only CDs that I had in my car for a long time. And it's the reason why it was one of the only ones is because I could play that and I could just listen to it nonstop for however long. I could just put that on and just listen to it on the drive to Memphis. I could listen to it six or seven times and not get tired of any of the songs. But this album, she just grows. Like, she adds in more sounds and the, the construction of the songs are really tight and just awesome. And... Like I was saying, her her lyrics are just so conversational. It's just I I really enjoyed listening to the song and they uh yeah she killed it. She's gonna be here on Saturday. Um, she's gonna have and this is the third time I've gone to try to see her. So you better go see her this time. Yeah, I can't let anything stop me. Not I cannot let any type of bradzilla ruin this who bradzilla oh i see i don't think my i don't think the wedding i'm shooting is going to be like that but i'm not (laughs) i'm like yo 7 30 i'm out i have to go i'm sorry but uh yeah it's just i love this album it's just like this album it kind of i knew it was coming but i 
kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, what? Oh, Historian's out. Because I went to go check. I was like, oh, yeah, it came out today. And it delivered. I enjoyed it a lot. So, got, it's definitely an album like I want everybody to listen to. Um, this is one of the artists that I care deeply about. Like, Chelsea, like, for me, it's like Chelsea Wolf and, like, Lucy Dacus. And there are a couple others, but, like, with Chelsea Wolf, like, I feel like I can't tell everybody, like, go listen to this. But with this one, with Lucy Dacus's album, like, I definitely am like, guys, go listen to this. Like, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I want everybody to listen to this. I, again, it's not necessarily for everyone. I don't think, like, I, you know, indie rock and it's kind of a little bit more mellower. It's not for everyone, but I think it's definitely an album that you can listen to and appreciate it. And... I think more people will like it than not like it, for sure. So, that's my review. I think Pitchfork gave it... Because she put it on Instagram. She's also one of the few in, uh, artists I follow on Instagram. And she's awesome. Because she, like, doesn't... Her Instagram is... I enjoy it because it's not trying to be, like, aesthetically pleasing or anything. She's just, like... She'll take a photo of a book that she's reading and mm-hmm. just post, like, Hey, guys, I'm reading this book. Is this, uh, is, it's more like an Instagram ran by your friend? Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, Pitchfork gave it an 8.1 I think she was like happy about that she broke 8 and I was like that's not high enough but um, I haven't read the out the review so I need to like actually look at that to see what they say but I kind of wanted to get my own personal 8 sounds good 7 is where you're like could have been better 8 is where like 8 not bad Yeah. and 9 is like oh everyone should listen to this 10 is like Wow, the guy is, uh, this is a new famous person you should know about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, like, I'm not expecting people to give her a 10 or anything, but I, uh... (laughs) 8.5. Yeah, I mean, mean, you know, 8.5 would be nice. No, but it's definitely, she's, uh, I can tell, like, from following her Instagram, she's getting a lot of, um, like, NPR has been Mm -hmm. playing her, and... Um, Pitchfork was recognized. She was like, I think there was like a little mini article in like People Magazine about her. So she's like getting like, she's getting recognized, which I really appreciate. Like I'm dead. She's one of the people I'm definitely rooting for. Cause um, like if you, you need to look at her Instagram, but she's like real. She's not like this like super skinny, like 10 on the beautiful scale or anything like that. Not in a, I'm not trying to bag her or, like, or anything. It's just like, she's a real person and I think that's what makes her much more awesome. Like, she's Basically, not... she represents what most people look like, you know? Yeah. Most people, the way they are versus the way that media will, like, uh, single out people who look super, super beautiful and super perfect and not everyone looks that way. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it's true. But yeah, that's it for me with this album. I keep dragging it on. But I love this album. It's great. You should guys go listen to it. Uh, unless you got anything else, I think that's it for us. Yeah. Uh, another thing I can say is uh, AirPods are a thing now. Everyone will have them by the end of this year. Not really. But a lot of people will. It'll be as common as the Apple Watch basically is. Like, I remember like I got some because my brother gave them to me as a gift. Like, though I bought some and now I gotta return those um and like I've had other friends that are like that they have them now and then uh, and everything I'm just like man 
it's becoming a thing. And then I saw a certain person snap about it. Like, just some dude I, that follows me or whatever. And I was like, oh, man, it's really becoming the average thing. Let me ask you this. Um, could you work out in them? Possibly. 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 Depends. I mean, I, it depends on your ear. And, like, if, if you can't keep Apple headphones in your ear when you're working out, then forget about it. If you can keep them in your ear when you work, when you, you know, then sure. I will say, I feel like connection isn't perfect. So if you're making a lot of movements and you have your phone on you, I don't know. But yeah. maybe if you have your phone just laying around and you're doing everything, you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, you'll be fine if you're doing that. Um, and I think they want to come out with AirPods that are more sweat-proof and everything. Mm -hmm. So they really do have the hope for you to use them as workout headphones. Though I don't feel like they're probably strong enough to combat the loud techno songs or whatever plays at the gym sometimes. Yeah. So. It's not like it's going to be soundproof. It's not going to like no. noise canceling or anything. No, else. you might be better off buying just regular Bluetooth headphones that are, you know, big and yeah. everything. So you got to think about that. But I think for me, they're perfect for me because I work at an office. Yeah. So, so you need to be able to hear stuff that's happening around you. Yeah, you can, we're supposed to have like one earphone out of our ears, but sometimes I don't. <laughs> um, but I have super good hearing, so whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's great because like in my area, it's really secure, so I have to like get up to open the door sometimes. So now instead of disconnecting myself from my phone when I get up or whatever, if I have it like you know a certain way, I can just get up, or I can go somewhere and my phone can just be there chilling. I can still be listening to music or whatever. Yeah. And they pair. So easily to the Apple app, Apple's device. You just open the case. I mean, I can show you right here, but you just open the case, which this thing charges them. So this thing holds a charge. It's like a little egg, but it's not really an egg, but I feel like oh, I don't want to describe it that one. But you open them up, and immediately it'll show up. See? Okay. Yeah. So it's like there you go, and it's like shows your percentage of the battery and this cool animation. Of the headphones and everything, so yeah, this guy, you know, so paid advertising by Apple guys. That's why I'm selling them so hard to you. Uh, no, uh, this episode was brought to you by Apple. But AirPods. I think when they first came out, people weren't convinced, and I can see why. But they've improved on the software by adding certain little gestures so that you don't have to rely on Siri to do everything. You can just tap it, and it'll stop the song, or or you can like have it for next track or whatever. So I think they're awesome, and I can. I'm just calling it. Everyone's gonna, like a bunch of people are gonna have them. You're just gonna be walking around, and you just be like, "That dude has Apple headphones." I think more people would have had them if it wasn't like they weren't like. It was like kind of hard to get your hands on them for a while, wasn't it? This Christmas time, whatever season. Yeah. It was hard to get your hands on them for sure. Yeah. But I don't think they're that hard to get your hands on. I ordered some off Amazon. Mm -hmm. Like I don't understand where do people go to get their stuff. I mean, most people just go to the store. That's probably why. They just go to I don't work. understand this whole go to the store. Just Amazon is just there. You can order it. It'll come to your house. Though I don't like to order too much stuff from there because boxes and everything call up. But, yeah. So, you know, they're good. <laughs> I look forward to the next revision, though. I probably won't buy it because it's fine. It's good enough for what I need. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that's it from us. We'll see you on the flip side. Um, yeah, live long and prosper. All right, later. <laughs>